my God, we're back again. Bit of Backstreet Boys for you there, David. Are you aware of the Backstreet Boys? I've heard of them, but I don't think I could actually um, (laughs) name one of their super-duper hits. The Backstreet Boys are a little bit like the Osmonds, but with more attitude and sex appeal. So I feel oh, I know the Osmonds. Yeah, I know you know the Osmonds. Uh, so um, you know what's going to happen now, aren't you? We're going to have people tweeting Donny Osmond saying, get a load of this. This guy is basically saying the Backstreet Boys are the Osmonds with sex appeal and attitude. I'm going to have to obviously go and listen to a little bit of Backstreet Boys. David, you will love the Backstreet Boys. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm fine. I've uh, Yeah, I'm fine. I've had a, a, a good day. Yeah, good day. Good. Do you want to hear what I've been up to today? Well, what have you been up to, Ryan? David, today I have been to um, a very well-known Swedish flat pack furniture retailer oh. <laughs> um, whose name I shall not say, unless, of course, they're going to give us some sponsorship money, in which case ah. it begins with an I and ends in Kia. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, um, we um, we very, we decided last minute that we were going to move the boys' bedrooms around and we were going to redecorate and um, yeah, spent way too much money um, at that place. And <laughs> I had the most amazing hot dog though. They, the restaurant you had to book, so I couldn't have my uh, my favorite, which is the Swedish meatballs. Um, so I thought, oh, I feel a bit peckish at the end of it. So they've got like a little bistro bit at the end. I don't know if you've ever been to said place and um no um and they you should really go Um, i don't do flat pack okay well um well they do hot dogs i kid you not these hot dogs they're all right they're nice uh but they're like 45p (laughs) so part of your calorie controlled diet then yeah well interestingly we're going to talk about singing and health today so uh, (laughs) maybe maybe i'm not best qualified to talk about this after all (laughs) <laughs> yeah but it's it, it's do as i say not as i do yes yeah, so. well i'm not sure i believe in that but for today let's go with that anyway i thought off the back of our last podcast there was a lot of interest around particularly mental health but we thought we would generalize that and talk about health in general and the benefits of singing uh, and the benefits it has on your health and i think um at the moment there's a we're in a time of uncertainty at the at the time of recording here in, in that there's every chance of a second lockdown um, or at least some sort of lockdown. We don't quite know what that's going to look like. We don't even know if it's going to happen. So we thought it might be a good idea, didn't we, to to talk about how singing might be able to help you through that second lockdown and more importantly, the limited social activity that, that may or may not occur and how singing might be able to help. Yeah, we had quite a good feedback about when we touched on mental health last week. But um, we, we know that it reduces stress. And, and as you said, in this uh, pandemic, uh, this, the way we are at, at the moment, there's quite a lot of stress levels are going up, particularly with people don't know what's going to happen to their jobs, whether they're going to get made redundant. Um, and so basically, we're basically prescribing singing as a possible help. And so say Dr. Jenkins and Dr. Walters. Absolutely. I, I like to consider us um, doctors of music. 
we're, we're not yeah, actually well, strict we're not no, doctors we of music are we not but we're, we're, no, to, we're not. for today we're calling ourselves doctors of music and there's a lot yeah. of research and science behind what we're saying here where it's not just our own opinions we've really studied this so for those people that haven't heard our podcast already uh, i'm ryan jenkins and you're david walters and we work together. We run a, a community choir together, don't we, called the North Prospect Community Choir. A wonderful little choir. Uh, we have the most amazing people, the most amazing team of people, and, and we have the most amazing time, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's uh, fantastic. And uh, we're working hard behind the scenes trying to get uh, rehearsals up, started again. I don't know how it'll go, but I'm hopeful that maybe within the next month, if things don't go if we, as long as we don't get a big shutdown, uh, we actually might start coming together in a very controlled way and start rehearsing again. Yeah, so like like all um, musical directors, choir directors, vocal directors, uh, we've all got different names. We've been chipping away at things like risk assessments, keeping an eye on government guidance, which has been changing all the time. Incredibly yeah. stressful, but I think we're fortunate, personally, this is how I feel, um, I think we're fortunate in that we have each other Oh, that's quite cute, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's nice. <laughs> I got you, babe. <laughs> are you going to sing back to me? No, you're not, are you? No. Um, no, in all seriousness, um, you know, we've got each other, so we've managed to lighten the load a little bit because it's, it's a big old job, and I really feel for those musical directors out there, choral directors, that are essentially taking on what is a huge job by themselves. So hopefully this podcast... We'll, we'll lighten the mood and inspire a little bit and encourage people to get into singing so that when we can, you will do so knowing that it is going to improve your health, both mentally and physically. So where should we start, David? Should we talk about how singing improves your mood? Yeah, when you uh, come to choir rehearsals and, and you sing together, it's that coming together and it's, uh, it, it sort of brings over a calmness. Uh, there's a lot of people, I've heard this said before, oh, I didn't really want to come to choir tonight. I didn't really feel like it. I've had a stressful day. And then they say, I'm, oh, I'm so glad I did. Yeah, we, we hear it all the time. And, um, you know, there is a lot of science behind this that does say that um, singing most definitely improves the mood. Actively singing makes you feel more positive even more so than listening to to music and the reason for this is because it releases endorphins and you know dopamines and serotonin um which are the same neurochemicals that are released during sex and when you're eating chocolate i love chocolate now try doing all three at the same time that could be really good fun <laughs> when you then add more people into the mix you know the idea of collaboratively singing together is is a double mood booster in the sense that you get that social interaction that um that social closeness side of it as well as the the chemical release through singing itself that is why we're saying that singing either on your own but even better together in a choir really does make you feel more positive and increases your mood and as a result of that it's going to reduce stress levels now i don't know if you want to say something on stress levels well I, i've looked at stress and and stress is a well-known trigger of of mental health issues and um there is a a stress hormone called uh, cortisol mm -hmm. uh, which through research it says that singing reduces it but uh, prolonged exposure to cortisol can have harmful physical and psychological effects uh, and has been known to trigger 
heart disease and, and depression. And so singing can help combat this. I was looking into music therapy and believe it or not, uh, music therapy, as we recognize it today, has its origins uh, during World War II, uh, when musicians uh, played and sang for wounded uh, soldiers, uh, aiming in primarily to relieve their boredom. But more than just being entertained, it, it soon became apparent that for, for many of these uh, convalescing soldiers, music improved their mental health. Dame Vera Lynn, the oh, force's yes. sweetheart. Yes. Uh, you know, she went out, she went uh, over Europe and out to, the, I think she went out to the, the East, to Burma as well, during the war. And what, what was her primate? It was to raise the morale of our, of our fighting soldiers. Absolutely. And I think um, this, I think if we think about war and the emotions and motions that the soldiers have to go through, you can really see that link between you know, brain activity and stress and how that can link to, to mental health issues alongside seeing, let's, let's be frank, seeing friends die on the battlefield an incredibly stressful and mentally draining and destroying process in which one has to go through. Um, so you're absolutely right. Um, in World War II, you had people like Dame Vera Lynn um, and many others who would entertain the troops and keep them going. And that still happens now. You think like during the Iraq war, um, you know, you'd often hear like Catherine Jenkins, who I like to call the new forces sweetheart. Um yeah traveling over to Iraq to, to entertain the soldiers out there. There really is something in it. It lifts the spirits. It makes people feel better. So we talk about improving mood, but when you improve mood, you lower stress. And it just shows how, how powerful music and, and singing is. Let's talk about breathing. Take, for example, if we sing just in unison, if a choir just sings in unison, um, we all breathe together. We speed up and we slow down our hearts together because the breathing uh, controls the heartbeat. Uh, and, and believe it or not, when we're singing in unison, you could basically say that our hearts can literally begin beating in unison. And you're absolutely right about the breathing. And, you know, uh, learning to breathe is, is a, an incredibly important part uh, of singing because there's a specific way in which you need to breathe to be able to effectively sing. And it's incredibly important. But at the same time, it increases lung capacity because you've got to think about it as muscles. They're all working muscles. And what you're doing is you're working them out. So you are giving them strength um, and you are giving them the ability to function in a better way, you know. But um, and, and off the back of that, what you're going to see is you're going to see uh, a reduce uh, a reducing in like shortness of breath, for example, um, as the muscles strengthen. Um, and because you're having to improve your posture, because for singing, we need good posture that then opens up areas of the lung that will ordinarily, if you're collapsed, uh, would be, would be tight or, or even closed. It's interesting that because uh, when when I was teaching, I used to teach uh, children brass instruments and I had a lot of success in controlling children with asthma uh, because of the breath control of playing actually a, a, a brass instrument. And so that goes two and two together as well. 
Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? I, I suppose yeah. what you would think, actually, is you'd think, okay, child with asthma, not necessarily going to be a, a good brass player or wind player or even a good singer. Uh, but in my opinion, okay, they're going to have their own health needs, definitely. But I actually think if you're taught to sing correctly um, with good posture, good breath control, good breath support, um, I actually think what it's going to do is aid your uh, breathing. So, yeah, there, there, there might be some science out there. And it'd be really interesting to have a look at that and see if uh, singing itself helps those who suffer with asthma, which is a really good point there, because we're starting to talk about the health benefits uh, of singing. And my goodness, there are so, so, so many. I mean, we talk about the benefits of the, the breath and the lungs and the posture. Think about how that's going to help with like um, if you suffer with back pain, just being able to just posture yourself in the correct way is really going to help it's it's strengthening your core yeah absolutely so that, that you're going to lead me on there very nicely because it what it does is it, it strengthens your core muscles it strengthens your abdomen we're not only strengthening the voice here what we're doing is we're strengthening many parts of the body you've got to think about your chest your test your your chest <laughs> <laughs> your test <laughs> i thought you were going to say something else though what All testicles right, <laughs> i'm not sure how it can help with your testicles but what i meant to say was chest you're strengthening your chest because you're giving it good structure you're limiting back pain you're strengthening your core so you really are doing some good work for your body your body is going to feel so much better for it essentially what i'm saying is singing is the best medicine ever do you know what? In a way, it, I, I because of my uh, illness or whatever, I take quite a lot of medication. Uh, but I think it's it's the best prescribed medicine I've ever had. Yeah, and you know what? There's um there's some science out there to suggest that it improves the immune system as well. You know, mm. so I think about you know now whilst we're in this state of pandemic, I'm not saying singing will cure coronavirus, but <laughs> There is science out there to suggest that singing improves your immune system. And right now, we could all do with a ruddy good immune system. Yeah. Talking about coronavirus and the pandemic, we talked about this earlier. We touched on it. Um, for, for many people, this is an incredibly difficult time, an incredibly difficult time. And I think for those of us that are working or kind of fill up our days, with things to do, we may sometimes disregard how difficult this is for, for some people. Um, and you and I, we work with, with, with many people in, in the choir and outside of the choir who, who struggle with real mental health issues. So this coronavirus pandemic must be a real battle for them. Um, so we're going to move on now to, to, mental, um, to mental health and the effect that singing can have on mental health itself. It's interesting because uh, during, during the last week, I put out a message to the members of our choir and, and said to them, why before the lockdown did you come to choir? And a lot of the feedback that I got and a lot of the members of our choir said that they, it helped their mental health, it helped their well-being, it helped their mental alert, alertness. And, and I, I asked them to respond, obviously confidentially, uh, and this is the, the feedback that that I got. And so I think what we're talking about this week uh, will obviously affect a lot of people across the world. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I know we touched on on mental health issues in in the last podcast, but we felt um, because of the response we had, um, um, the particular keen interest in in how singing can help mental health, we thought we would just touch on it again, didn't we? And, and just maybe delve a little bit deeper in, into the benefits of, of singing and how it can help your mental health. Um, and I know that you're a, a keen advocate of this because you, you're, you're a person who you will openly say has, has struggled with your own mental health issues. Yeah. Um, and this is why I, I, I touched on it last time that uh, through singing uh, and through being part of a choir, being part of an organization, uh, uh, being part of a team, really, um, singing increases the feeling of self-worth. Yeah, uh, this is a lot of the feedback I got this week from choir members and and, and the building of self-confidence. Uh, uh, we made uh, we made a, uh, a video about uh, my life and, and we did a concert and, uh, and we made in the video, we interviewed some of the members of the choir and they said that I had had helped them develop their self-confidence, which I'm very proud of. But yeah. it certainly does. But it also, uh, and we've talked about it, it brings a sort of a calming effect for you. So that's that's good for you. But although it's calming, it's also energizing because it, it, it raises your spirits. And I think that's very important. Um, and, and I think, you know, there's so much research. But my honest advice to anybody who's listening to us who, who, who isn't a member of a choir is um, we're sort of saying, how much it can promote your all-round well-being you ought to go and try it because if you go and try singing if you go and try becoming a member of a choir it will be you'll be amazed what a difference it will make to your uh standard of life yeah absolutely uh, and, and i absolutely second that singing can really help with some of these struggles that people are, are fighting at the moment some of these battles and um i know you and i david when when we've got a little bit more time we're going to look into this a little bit further aren't we and see if we can team up with some groups of people um some great charities out there and maybe introduce singing to these charities um yeah to try and improve the the mental health of of everybody um particularly at the moment with the coronavirus pandemic goodness knows what's going to happen after this or what's going to happen next week or even what's going to happen you know, in, in 10 minutes time, we just don't know. And that uncertainty is making those people who already have difficulties with life, let's be honest, even more anxious, even more worried. I think, you know, you and I, we, we have a real passion for this. And I think we can share some of this experience and expertise with some great charities out there that are doing great work with mental health and, 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 add, and add singing to the mix. And I look forward to to doing that in the future definitely now it's interesting we're just talking about charities and just wanted to talk about one final area um and that's mental alertness singing 100 percent improves mental alertness i think i described it last week and i in our last podcast as a as the most beautiful version of a brain training game there is and do you remember i talked to you about what a brain training game is did you manage to have a look at a brain training game no i didn't have, have you managed to play any games on your phone? No, and I don't <laughs> intend to either. Oh, David, I, I must admit. So in my house at the moment, we, um, 
we like a bit of the Pokemon Go. Do you know what a Pokemon Go is, David? I haven't got a clue. Do you know what a Pokemon is, David? No. Oh, this could be a fun game. I'm calling this Jenkins Game of the Week. What can we <laughs> teach David this week? Okay. I promise so, I'll have a go. So here we go. What do you think a Pokemon is, David? I haven't got a clue. Well, have a go. It's a character that jumps up and down. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this podcast, what I want you to do is I want you to tweet David at Divi Walters MD, and I'd like you to send him as many pictures <laughs> of Pokemon as you can. And we're just going to fill his Twitter feed with, with Pokemon. And I will start tonight. Just leave a picture of a Pokemon on his Twitter feed at Divi Walters MD, and we'll see how you're welcome. And we'll see how many we can get in a week before we do the next sure. podcast. Anyway. Oh. Right, so that's a little game aside. <laughs> Mental alertness. So I said last week that it's the most beautiful version of a brain training game that there yeah. is. And we talked about this earlier. And the reason why it's so good is because it delivers oxygenated blood to the brain. And this got me um, thinking, as I was doing a bit of research, I was thinking, brain, okay. Those diseases that affect the brain, things like dementia, I wonder if singing can can help those who struggle with dementia. So I was looking at the Alzheimer's Society and they've got this most wonderful program. And I, I implore you to go and have a look at, uh, there's a video on YouTube of one of these sessions taking place called the Singing for the Brain program, which is um, they have they have a lead um, vocal coach, if you want to call it that, just a lead singer. I don't know if they're necessarily vocal coaches as such. Um, and what they do is they have a group of people and currently on Zoom, obviously, because we can't get together. And obviously these would be vulnerable people where they, they quite simply, they just sing along for about 40 minutes and, and they do actions with the song. And I suppose what's happening here is that that those neurochemicals that aren't flowing in dementia patients are, I, I can only assume that what the Alzheimer's society here are trying to do is, is try and get that flow of neurochemicals going again. But also at the same time, just trying to bring an element of enjoyment to, to, to the patient's lives. And I watched the video and what we'll do is we'll, we'll post the link at the bottom of this podcast for you to go and check it out yourself. I just sat there. It was about 40, 50 minutes of this video. And I was just beaming from ear to ear. It was just so wonderful to see. There, there was a, a, a gentleman there and, and four other people, uh, uh, two or three of which were dementia sufferers they would just look like they had the most amazing time. And I tell you what, there was one guy, I can't remember his name, but that's not really important. He really loved um, the song singing in the rain, you know, singing in the rain. And, um, and the, the lead guy said to said to the gentleman, Oh, I hear your favorite song singing in the rain. And up until this point, the, the gentleman was kind of joining in and he was having an okay time. But as soon as he started singing, singing in the rain, he just came alive. He was up, he was sat in his chair and, and he said, I'm going to do it by myself. And then the gentleman um, just sang singing in the rain. It was absolutely beautiful. It was yeah. just absolutely wonderful <clears throat> to see. I, I can't sit here and say I know a lot about it. But what I do know is I watched that video and I was moved. I was moved to find out more. Um, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. We're going to post the link. Um, in the comments section 
underneath this podcast and go and check it out for yourself. I just thought it was the most wonderful thing from the Alzheimer's Society. Just brilliant. That, that is brilliant. And it just shows the power of music, doesn't it? Yeah, it really it, does. Uh, does show, yeah. And, it, you know, even if you're not um, an Alzheimer's sufferer, a dementia sufferer, then, you know, it's going to get your brain firing. If it can do that to someone who, who suffers with dementia, imagine what it can do for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. to get those chemicals running through your brain, to get that oxygenated blood through to your brain delivered effectively and efficiently, you know, to connect those wires up again. I always think about when we're teaching children, I use songs a lot of the time to teach them facts about history or geography or science or or maths, even times tables, because what music does is it connects those wires. It gets the right juices flowing to, to make the magic happen. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing, not just for your body, um, but for your brain. It's incredible. I think the last thing that you just said, it, it, it gets the magic going. It is magical. Well, I sort of, uh, I was uh, looking at a, a few things today and I came across a quote immortalized in the words of Brian Eno. He said, singing is the key to long life. So mm -hmm. hopefully that's a positive. Uh, a good figure. Well, that's me, not you. A stable temperament. Oh, that's debatable. <laughs> debatable for either of us, yeah. Yeah. Increased intelligence. Well, I'll give that one to you. Yeah. New friends. Well, we are friends. Absolutely. Super self-confidence. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're getting that. We're um, full of it, David. We're full yeah, of it. And you're, uh, yeah. And we're also full of heightened sexual attractiveness. <laughs> uh, is that coming from you? No, that's from Mr. Eno. <laughs> that's Brian Eno. Well, if Brian yeah. Eno says it, then I absolutely 100% agree. <laughs> and to brilliant. sum up, a better sense of humor. Thank you, Brian Eno. David, I've really enjoyed this chat. Um, I hope that we've inspired people to go out and sing, as we always aim to do. These podcasts will always be about inspiring you to go and sing. I hope it's given you um, a little bit more knowledge about how it can help both your physical health, but also your mental health as well. This is a really important time to look after each other um, and look after yourselves. And singing is is one way you can definitely do that together on your own over zoom in the shower in the garden doesn't matter where you do it so long as you do it with only six people at the moment just do it because you will feel better for it people around you will feel better for it and right now i really do believe that we all need to feel just a little bit better david it's been wonderful chatting to you again I've really enjoyed this episode of Jenkins and Walters chatting about choir and I look forward to episode three. Yeah, see you next week. Bye, my mate.